This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. We know you would like to sit next to him in the dugout or in his office, but this is your chance to chat with the manager of the Minnesota Twins. This is the Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer. Made in Minnesota, it's how memories are created and legends are made. Now, here are the hosts of the Paul Molitor Show, Chris Atterbury and Jack Morris. Well, good morning. Happy Sunday. Chris Atterbury, Jack Morris, live here in studio in downtown Minneapolis. Morning, Jack. It is a delightful morning here in uh, Minnesota. We got the AC on for you. Well, that's nice. I yeah. wish the power would go on in uh, White Bear Lake, but uh, maybe XL will get after that here. Yeah, soon. if anybody's listening in White Bear Lake, get the power on at Happy Jack's place. We need uh, <laughs> we need need that smile. Paul Molitor joins us from uh, New York City this morning. Good morning, Paul. Gentlemen, happy Sunday. <laughs> Beautiful day in New York here too. So you got. I'm gonna. Well, let's start. Here we with are. That. You guys have had outstanding weather in new york for this three-game series it's really been a great a great setting for baseball they've been close baseball games and yet it hasn't exactly been the prettiest baseball last couple days in the bronx well uh like we said the weather's been nice so (laughs) we uh okay with that being said paul is it better to lose two to one or seven to nine (laughs) i i i don't like two to one jack no you know uh so, it's so it's close. Uh, there's been a, I don't I don't know what our exact record is in the in those one run games two run games, um, but there's been a ton of them and uh, you know somehow some way you know a, a defensive mistake uh, not making one pitch not getting one hit uh, it's just it's just kind of a recurring theme, and it's unfortunate because uh, you know these are have been some winnable games here in New York and. Um, you know, we've allowed them to get to their last three guys in the pen, which make it tough. And they found a way to scratch one across there uh, in the eighth inning yesterday. And, of course, Chapman made it stand up there in the ninth. Yeah, and when you're throwing 103 or whatever they've got him going, uh, that, that bullpen trio, here's a number that I know any manager would love this opportunity. Not just those three guys, Paul, but their entire bullpen in their last 12 home games, 58 strikeouts and not a single walk. That, that makes it easier to make that call down to the bullpen, doesn't it? That's a good ratio, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, something that, uh, you know, I, and, you know, I was asked in Minneapolis last week about does does their bullpen affect how you manage their games, and, and maybe it doesn't to everybody, but for me, I, I'm certainly aware of getting into that fifth and sixth of of where we're at in the score and trying to find ways to uh, get even or get ahead and um, and, and try to minimize their opportunity to, to use those uh, guys that they can bring in and so far, uh, in I think we've played these guys five, uh, six games now. They, they've been able to use that trio at least three times. And um, we've come away with losses in all those games. So it does show you that it, it's a factor that you have to consider. Well, you bring up an interesting point because I really have never thought of it this way. You know, with Ned Yost and, and how Kansas City with Herrera, Wade Davis, and, and Holland uh, started this whole mm-hmm. trend of 7-8-9 uh, and how effective they were for a couple of years until Holland went down. Uh, you know, 
there's a comparison already with what New York has got in their big three coming in late. But uh, I never really thought about it as a visiting manager, what it, how it affects the way you're trying to establish uh, the, the flow of the ball game. Well, I, I think, Jack, that, uh, you know, we, we've seen bullpens throughout the past uh, few decades, if not longer, where teams have had those guys that can really protect leads uh, if they get through sixth. Um, you know, whether it was uh, Rivera and Wetland and different combinations on different teams, um, you know, that it, it just it plays a factor late. And, uh, you know, if I have a chance to, to get even or, or, or maybe bun a guy over to, to take a lead there in the middle innings, it's something that you have to think about more times than you might against other clubs where they have such a dominant finish. I think Kansas City two years ago did provide a blueprint for a lot of teams to find a way to establish a bullpen that's, uh, rock solid that can can kind of lock it down, and uh, the Yankees have that combination right now. You know, early in the year they were having trouble with their starting pitching, so that and, and Chapman's suspension, it was a little different dynamic, but now as they've gotten healthier and their starters are throwing the ball better, it, it looks like it's starting to work more uh, efficiently for their team. Yeah, it's funny, that symbiotic relationship between the starters' performance and the ability to utilize your bullpen, it's that fine line, either the bullpen's not getting enough work, it's getting way too much work, uh, but it really has to go hand in hand. And in your case, you've got some young bullpen guys trying to establish themselves who've done a nice job holding the line over the course of the last week to 10 days. But unfortunately, Paul, it's coming in the fourth, fifth, sixth inning for those guys as opposed to you right. know, closing out late at the, at the end of the game. Well, I, I do think we have some people that uh, are improving out there and their consistency is starting to surface. Uh, you know, even a, a, you, first guy that comes into mind is Taylor Rogers, who's who's kind of had to learn his way out there coming out of the pen after being a starter most of his minor league career. And, uh, you know, we're starting to see really nice innings from him yesterday, a couple. And, uh, you know, Kinsler, Kinsler's been good. Presley's been good for the most part, a little bit unlucky yesterday. And, um, you know, we're trying to find our, our, our right combinations. Uh, I, I would love to start getting to a point where I could settle guys into innings a little bit more as opposed to just putting it all together uh, piece by piece throughout a given ball game, and, and hopefully as we ease our way into the end of the first half and into the second half, hopefully we can start to do that a little bit more. Paul, that leads to another question, uh, what you just said, uh, innings for the guys in the bullpen. Uh, you know, it's not been a pretty pitcher, no question about it, but uh, we're not even halfway yet, and these guys are getting a lot of work out there. Uh, obviously, you've got to have some concerns about how you're going to be able to save their arms uh, to be efficient uh, as you go forward. Well, you know, you, you know, wh whether you talk to uh, Tom Kelly or Ron Garnhire that, you know, there's always been a point during their tenure that they talk about your bullpen getting beat up and you wonder how guys are going to endure a long season and how it might affect their careers. And, and you want to be aware of that you don't want to, take some guys longevity away just because in one given year you have to abuse them to some degree so you know we'd love to get it down to, to seven um, instead of eight people out there but even with eight you know we're scrambling on on given days so it's probably not going to happen here in the short term and I try to keep uh, you know a fairly you know good good conscious mind about work about recent work about the past week about the whole year about appearances you know what kind of pace they're on and make sure we're checking in with these guys uh, consistently on, on how they're doing. And we have to back them off. We have to back them off. It's, it's, it's a team game, but these guys' careers sometimes can be on the line. 
Paul Molitor, the Paul Molitor Show. Paul joining us from uh, the manager's office in New York. Jack Morris here in studio in downtown Minneapolis. We'll take our first time out when we come back. The Paul Molitor Show continues. We'll talk starting pitching, starting with today's starter, Tyler Duffy. That's next on your home for Twins Baseball. On the field, baseball players want to be safe. Off the field, everyone should check with the Better Business Bureau at BBB.org before making purchasing decisions. The BBB has helped consumers like you find ethical, trustworthy businesses since 1912. Remember, it's better to be safe than sorry. In the history of Minnesota baseball, there's one name that means legend, Killebrew. So when you gather together this summer, there's only one old-fashioned root beer that delivers that Hall of Fame taste to thirsty fans everywhere. That's Killebrew. Your whole family will love Minnesota-made Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Pick up a cold, frothy Killebrew root beer at Target Field. Then cheer on the fun. Killebrew root beer. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Mayo Clinic Sports Medicine is now located in downtown Minneapolis at Mayo Clinic Square, offering comprehensive sports medicine services for all ages and athletic abilities. Visit sportsmedicine.mayoclinic.org for more information or to schedule an appointment. Danny Gladden here to let you in on a little secret for my best night's sleep ever. Look no further than my pillow. It's made entirely right here in Minnesota. It's backed by a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. My pillow's patented interlocking fill guarantees you the best night's sleep ever. They're also totally washable, so you can wash and dry them at home as often as you wish. Guarantees you the best night's sleep ever. Trust me, I sleep on one. Also, I travel with one. You're going to love it. Order now and get two for the price of one. Visit MyPillow.com, enter promo code TWINS at checkout, or call 800-606-1493. The following is a message from the Twins, Beyond Hope Park. Twins fan 여러분, 박병호 발코니 데이에 많이 참석해 주시고 기념 모자도 받아가 주세요. Young Ho Park invites you to Young Ho's balcony when the Twins take on the Athletics on Tuesday, July 5th. Fans purchasing this special ticket package will receive seating in Target Field's deck seating area and an exclusive Park Bang T-shirt. This offer is only available through TwinsBaseball.com/park. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. It's the Paul Molitor Show. Happy Sunday, 877-38-TWINS. If you'd like to weigh in, Paul joining us from the Big Apple, New York City, as Tyler Duffy takes on Nathan Avaldi today before the Twins head to Chicago, an off day in Chicago, and then a uh, series with the White Sox. And, Paul, let's talk about Tyler Duffy. He's fighting himself. He's fighting his command a little bit. Uh, You guys have uh, kept him in the rotation here for a chance in New York. Uh, has he been working on things uh, specifically? Is it a, a mechanical deal, or is it more of a mental issue for Tyler Duffy right now? I, I think it's a combination. Uh, I know that uh, Eric Rasmussen has uh, uh, watched a lot of video since his last start, and we tried to match up some things from when Tyler was throwing the ball uh, a little bit more consistently last uh, last year at the end of the season. Um and I, I think there was a few things minor that uh, were attempted to be corrected out there during his bullpen session the other day. And also, you know, it's it's not just this start, but the last few starts, we've been talking to him about how he's channeling uh, his emotion and his energy and trying to stay, you know, current pitch to pitch instead of, you know, always kind of regretting something that already happened, something he can't control any longer and being able to move on. Um, so, yes, I, I think there's a little bit of both. Um you know, we all have a we all like a lot of things about what he can bring to the mound on a given a given day, and in today's case, a given Sunday, and and hopefully he uh, you know puts together some innings for us. Uh, we've used the bullpen a lot here the last couple of days, and and if he could give us 
a solid start, hopefully get us past at least the fifth, I, I think uh, you know we'll be okay. But I'm looking for Tyler to have a better day today. Paul, uh, one of the things both Chris and I appreciate is your honesty with us, and I know uh, this year has been a difficult year for all of us because nobody wants to always ask questions that uh, are sure. pretty obvious. But uh, one of the questions I have right now is, you know, Duffy's been struggling. Uh, Tommy Malone has pretty much showed us that he's the same Tommy Malone. And, you know, are there options in AAA or AA right now? Uh, where are you with starting pitching as far as possible moves? I mean, are there any, or are you just going to have to hang with these guys uh, a little bit longer and hope and hope and hope? Well, you know, I think I think people know the names that are out there that, can be considered we we've we got a little bit of a look at pat dean uh we saw barrios early in the year um he's still been inconsistent down there with his command with uh, all three of his pitches um his last start was uh a step up i think he had uh, eight innings where i think he only had one walk and maybe nine strikeouts for barrios so well uh, we're, we're keeping eyes on these people jack um we have limited options you have to consider the 40 man and all those type of things too a couple of other guys down there, you know, Wheeler's had a pretty good year. We took him off the roster at one point, um, but he's been fairly consistent, a left-handed starter down there. So um, we're watching, um, trying to piece it together, you know, whether we're going to be able to change things up as we go if we have that need. Uh, that'll be a combination of Terry and uh, the staff down there and myself trying to find the right answers. Paul, one other uh, quick question we get from a listener. Clinton in Eden Prairie, a longtime listener, wants to know about Fernando Abad. Uh, says he hasn't seen a bod in this series. Is, is he okay, or has it just been a matter of matchups? No, he's uh, he's been a little bit uh, banged up. His uh, he's been having some some back stiffness that we've tried to stay away f- from him, and uh, it's it's tough because he's had a really nice year. And against the Yankee team, you need those lefties coming out of the pen, and uh, unfortunately, he's been limited. So. Uh, going to get a report on him before the game if potentially today is a day that we could use him or if we'd have to wait to possibly Tuesday give him uh, today and tomorrow the off day so kind of a game time decision on his availability today all right thank you Clinton from Eden Prairie we'll take a break when we come back we'll check on Trevor Plouffe's health and Miguel Sano and Trevor May in Rochester that's next on your home for Twins Baseball Twins fans, there's a bobblehead dance party happening, and our Urban Santana bobblehead friend is stealing the show. Be one of the first 10,000 fans on Saturday, July 2nd, when the Twins play the Rangers, and you can have your very own dancing man. Courtesy of Fox Sports North and Go 96.3. Watch him do the mashed potato, the watusi, and the hand jive. Now, if you could just get him to do the nene, the Minnesota Twins, your ticket to a groovy little guy, your ticket to summer. For tickets to Santana Bobblehead Day, visit TwinsBaseball.com. This is the news. This morning, we are saluting the 2.2 million women who have joined in the war effort. They now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. The prestigious Harvard Medical School is breaking ground today, opening its doors to new female applicants. Today, little girls all over the world look to the sky, where the first woman is now in space. Military stereotypes are challenged today with the trailblazing promotion of a U.S. female officer to four-star general. It was just announced that the vast majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far. 
But our news is changing for the worse. More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. From Memorial Day to Labor Day, the South Dakota Department of Tourism wants fans to enjoy post-game fireworks every Friday night the Twins are at home. Somehow, Friday night just got better. Psst, it's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Just treat me better. After all, we're in this together. To get your high blood pressure to a healthy range, visit heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. This is the Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. How memories are created and legends are made. Jack Morris is here in studio, Paul Molitor in New York. And, Paul, you mentioned Fernando Abad. You've been shorthanded on your bench with Trevor Plouffe fighting that groin strain. I know he did some baseball activities yesterday. You had a chance to check in with Trevor today. And do you anticipate having a full roster at your disposal today? Well, uh, you know, Fernando, like we said, is a question mark. Uh, Trevor has been uh, uh, fighting me since uh, I first saw him get on the bus early this morning about playing today. And uh, I have a couple of lineups here sitting on my desk, depending on whether we're going to go with Trevor or not. I, I'm hoping that's a yes. It would give us a little more flexibility late in the ball game, And uh, hopefully by the time we're done with this, I'll get a, a yes or a no on that, hopefully a yes. And if he plays, he'll be playing first base today. And uh, so I, I'm looking forward to that and hopefully get him back in there. I, I'm a little bit surprised after he went down the other day. It didn't look very good, but he's responded very quickly. Had a good day yesterday and some optimism about, about him being in the lineup. Yeah, always good when he's sitting right behind you on the bus chirping that he wants to be in the lineup. But <laughs> when, when guys yeah. are hurt, when, when they go down, like when Miguel's in Rochester, I know Trevor just got to Rochester, how much do you – uh, concern yourself with what they're doing or with so much on your plate to try to win the game that you're trying to win, do you just let that play itself out and then converse with Terry in the front office on, on how that's going? Uh, you know, I, I, I do have to prioritize uh, the, the people that I have here, but obviously when you have people down there that are part of your club, you're keeping an eye on them, whether it's reading reports or making phone calls. Uh, you know, we have uh, quite a few of our front office people down there uh, in AAA right now, Mike Radcliffe, our director of player personnel, Checked in uh, this morning with an email about uh, Sano's first couple of days. So um, the good news is he's moving around. He's healthy. He's showing some fire. Um, at bats, timing's a little bit off. Pitch recognition, some of those things, which is not unexpected after a little more than three weeks off. So um, we're, we're monitoring it, trying to make it the best decision we can of, of when they're going to be ready to come back and help us. Uh, but today I got, these, I got 25 people and, and trying to shape it the best way we can to give us a chance. Paul, there is some good news for Twins fans, and uh, I guess uh, Brian Dozier would be the one guy that we could talk about. He seems to be swinging the bat a little bit better. He has got, what, three or four hits now to the right side of second base, which is eye-popping for a lot of Twins fans. But uh, <laughs> it's good to see. I think he's making better contact. And, uh, you know, obviously when Brian's getting on base, it, it helps improve the offense. Well, I think he has done better at that. I think the contact is better. Um, it translates into more hits, more opportunities. Uh, you know, he turned around a 3-1 fastball yesterday. That was It was good to see because we know he can still pull the ball with some authority. I, I do think that his overall approach of, of trying to be more aware of not only defenses but how he's being pitched and, and trying to find his way on base is helpful. Um, it's probably something I didn't envision that he's had a little bit of an extended run here in the cleanup spot. 
but uh, that's just the way it shapes right now. So, um, you know, some other guys are doing okay. You know, Nunez hasn't had as many hits lately, but his contact still has been good. I, I, you know, a couple balls yesterday he hit hard, including the one in the ninth inning towards the gap. Um, but, yeah, uh, for Dozier, you know, I think he's just playing more confidently. He's got that feel back that we've, we've seen him have in the past for different extended periods. And, uh, you know, hopefully that's something that he can maintain here over the next uh, three-plus months. I can't uh, can't not talk about uh, the the inconsistency and in the struggles of Byung Ho Park. Uh, is it is it a case where you're just seeing this guy caught in between so many times and he's already committed before the ball and, and pitch recognition those kind of things? It's uh, it's it's tough. For, you know, when, you know you watch him and you put him in there, and sometimes you put him in there because you're limited. Um, you know, we tried to back him off some, but now with Trevor being out the last couple of days, um, he's gotten some at bats with some tough matchups and, uh, yeah, it, that, that's, that's a lot of the mental battle Jack as of a hitter. You know, he's trying really, really, really hard to find a way to be a productive player on our team. And it's just not really happening right now. Uh, you know, I, I think that he believes because of his experiences as a professional player in Korea, uh, that he has to cheat a little bit more here to catch up to some of the higher end velocity, and because of that, he's he gets out front, he gets in between, and then he starts thinking, well, they're going to try to trick me here, and he looks for something that's spinning or a little bit slower, and they put a fastball right by him, and um, you know, I he, he's a little confused up there. Um, we watch it, we see it. You know, you just hope that once in a while he he thinks correctly, he thinks along with the pitcher, and he gets a pitch he can handle. Great stuff from Paul Molitor. It is the Paul Molitor Show, brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer. We'll take a time out, come back for our final segment, as we'll see if Jack and Paul can go down memory lane in uh, Yankee Stadium. That's next on your home for Twins Baseball. Hi, folks. Paul Molitor here for Connell Diamond. I've been a customer for years for one simple reason. They make you feel so comfortable. Then there's a selection of diamonds and fine jewelry that is second to none. The fantastic customer service and the great value. Okay, that's a grand slam of reasons why I encourage you to visit Connell Diamond when you're looking to make a jewelry purchase. The readers of Minnesota Bride have voted them best jeweler for six years running. That says it all. Connell Diamond in St. Louis Park. There's two ways to enjoy the Hall of Fame taste of Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Traditional glass bottles and six-packs or by the case, or the go-anywhere, chill-instantly, non-breakable, resealable aluminum bottles. Choose your fun and create a legendary memory today. Minnesota-made Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Available at Cub Foods for your next get-together. Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This is Dave St. Peter, president of the Minnesota Twins, on behalf of Minnesota Eye Consultants. Minnesota Eye is the preferred ophthalmology group of the Minnesota Twins and is a generous supporter of the Minnesota Twins Community Fund. I had my corrective eye surgery at Minnesota Eye, as have several of our players and support staff. If you have special eye care needs or wish to learn more about vision correction without glasses or contacts, contact Minnesota Eye Consultants. Go to mneye.com. For your eyes, do what the twins do and see Minnesota Eye. Let's hear it for your Coops All-Star. Got a 
favorite? <laughs> the whole team's pretty awesome. Now, there must be a few standouts. Well, yeah, you got the amazing Arizona Heat bringing the heat on the mound. Uh, original yellow filling the gap at short. That's uh, Horseradish on the hot corner at third. Who's in the outfield? That's Honey Dijon, Stone Ground, and this year's fan favorite, Dusseldorf. At the ballpark or at home, no one fields a better team of mustards than Coops. That's Coops with a K. Head to your nearest Lunds or Byerly's and pick up some Coops mustard today. From the heart-pounding excitement to the thrilling entertainment, every night's a good night when you live it up at Treasure Island Resort and Casino. We're bringing you today's hottest rising stars and must-see legendary performers. Don't miss the original pop diva Diana Ross, funny man Gabriella Iglesias, Queen of Soul Aretha Franklin, the Moody Blues, and more live at the island. For tickets or to view our entire entertainment lineup, visit TICasino.com. It's island time. Treasure Island Resort and Casino. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. It's the Paul Molitor Show every Sunday morning. It's sponsored by Killer Brew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. How memories are created, legends are made. Now, we got about three minutes left, and Paul, Jack, you guys both, extensive experience playing in New York City. A new Yankee Stadium, a little different vibe than the, uh, the old ballpark there. But uh, do either of you, both of you, have a specific memory, recollection of playing in that old ballpark? Paul, I'll let you go first. Uh, well, um, you know, I, I always thought as a player it was special to come to New York. I, I remember my first game here and coming out early to the park and going out and looking at uh, the Monument Park out there and looking at, uh, you know, all the retired numbers and the history of the Yankees. Um, you know, I, I think probably one of my most memorable uh, time frames in Yankee Stadium when we played in the in the mini playoffs back in 1981 because of the strike season. We had first and second half winners. And we were down two games to none to the Yankees. And I always remember we, we, you know, checked into the hotel, checked out, came out, we won, checked back into the hotel, checked out of the hotel, came back out, won, checked back into the hotel, came back, and then we lost game five. And that was uh, a, a memorable three days of playing crazy baseball in Yankee Stadium in October baseball where we know uh, there was quite a history there. But uh, just a fun place to play. I think any park where you're, you're roaming the fields where some of the legends of the game yeah. played, it, it's pretty special. Yeah, I've got I've got three very vivid memories. Uh, the first was uh, just going and watching uh, the greats that played there. Thurman Munson, I remember what an effect he had, uh, and I remember, of course, Ron Guidry and Goose Gossage and how they dominated mm-hmm. those early years of my career in Yankee Stadium, especially. And then I was lucky uh, twice. I won my twentieth game once with the Tigers, and that was when uh, Cecil Fielder hit his. 50th and 51st home run to help me win my 20th in New York. And then a few years later in Toronto, uh, I won my 20th, which was the first 20-game year for the Blue Jays. Um, And that was also in Yankee Stadium. So I've got some pretty good memories there. Yes, you do, Jack. Something about the avalanche of sound in that old ballpark. How it would start in the upper deck organically and and just tumble down. And Bob Shepard. Yeah, Yeah, Bob Shepard. See, Jack, you win your 20th and Cecil overshadows you with his 50th. (laughs) It's all right. I told him I have no problem with that. Yeah, and and Paul, the big question is when Bob Shepard announced your name, did he say Molitor or Molitor? Uh... I, you know, I, Bob Shepard saying your name was, was kind of special, but uh, I, th- I think he got it right after about 10 years. <laughs> so it took him a while, but, but he finally got it. You well, earned this respect. Yeah, way. you guys go out and make yourself yeah. some, uh, some of your own history today at the new Yankee Stadium. Paul, best of luck, and uh, we'll catch up with you down the road. 
All right, guys. Good to be with you. Have a good day, man. Thanks, All right, take Paul. care. That's, I'll see you. That's Paul okay. Molitor. Great stuff from Paul Molitor. Uh, uh, not only going down memory lane, but on this uh, this year's club and and obviously today. Jack, we got about 25 seconds. What's the key for Tyler Duffy today? Can't hang those curveballs in this yeah, ballpark. Yeah, he's got to keep the ball down the zone, get ahead, and he's got to have better movement with his breaking ball. Down, downward plane, not a flat plane. He's He's got to start getting that ball down. More. See if the Twins can't pull one out. Just after 11, Corey will be by with inside Twins, then baseball. Right here on your home for Twins Baseball. You have been listening to the Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Rupier, made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network.